0: my hair is it what's up it's your girl black madonna i'm here with my girl bratty catalina and this is my podcast someone said coming straight out of the glass city i'm glad to be collabing with her today we got some really interesting things to talk about um uh, we were already having a conversation about how black women not feeling safe to have babies in hospitals but um this is the love sex and dating series and the three topics of this week uh one is is Aisha Curry's uh, comment in her recent interview that she did with who? I forgot. I don't even know who she was on the show with. Red Table. The Red Table. Mm-hmm. And um, also, we're going to talk about polyandry. I do believe that is how you say that word, which is the opposite of polygamy is when a woman has more than one husband. And also, we are going to talk about uh, social media. And how that is changing. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> from everything yeah. at this point. Uh, because he's finding new ways to start. He even made a TikTok last night. So anyway Dude. <laughs> Dude. No. So also oh. we're gonna talk right, so while we on this subject, we're also gonna talk about social media and how that has affected our relationships. Um uh, some people have found love on social media social media they broke up a few a relationship so, relationships too so just a few relationships too so let's get into that and then also we throwing in this Loquisha movie I got something to say this bullshit ass oh wait can we cuss <laughs> yeah we can cuss we won't add ads if you go we can cuss we just go cuss so anyway um <laughs> uh, so let's get into it first with Aisha Curry's comment um Basically she was saying that um her husband being who he is, he always has women throwing themselves at him because of who he is. And um she basically ain't getting high of that, and she don't like it. It's making her feel some type of way. Um and I kinda of felt where she was coming from. Like if you you wanna I feel like you wanna feel equal to your partner. That's what I think was more or less about. I think it wasn't about like, oh, pick me. I need some attention. I think it was more like just wanting to feel equal to your partner. And when you feel equal with your partner, it definitely makes you feel secure, whether it's financial, whether it's looks, whether, you know, you know, in life, period, you want to feel like the equal. And I feel like maybe Aisha is feeling like uh, most of the attention she gets is just from being Steph Curry's wife. And even Beyonce said she came when she came back with her little song Bow Down back in the day, um, she said I took some time to live my life. Don't think I'm just his little wife. Like, even she felt like she had to make it clear, like, bitch, I'm Beyonce. I'm not just Jay-Z fucking wife, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I think it was more or less about that, honestly, than getting
1: attention. What you think, Brad? People do not take her seriously because she did make it seem like she was better than everybody because she covered up and she was a wholesome woman so people are kind of making fun of her because she's boring and she's proud to be boring but now she's complaining because nobody cares that she's boring however people can't pretend like this isn't an issue that black women's insecurities are like the butt of people's jokes. People are quick to find it hilarious when a black woman is insecure, when a black woman stating her feelings. It, 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 It could be in a healthy or unhealthy way, but regardless, she was stating her feelings and everybody found it hilarious. On one end, she deserved it. On another, I don't find consistently bashing black women especially for insecurities that a lot of us have I don't find that very amusing Um, but I also don't find bashing women who don't live the same lifestyle as you uh, very appealing either and we are
0: we are in an era of you know the liver the better so you know Even before social media, the more outlandish you were, like a lot of the stars from that era and people in the industry from that era, they were known for their rebellious behavior. Mm -hmm. Like the stuff that they do now, we probably wouldn't even blink at, but you know, gyrating on stage and taking your shirt off and all that stuff. That's what made them popular, you know. And they were also demonized by people who make comments like Aisha Curry made about women covering up and stuff like that. It's not really our place, I feel, to tell people how to dress, that you still should give people a certain mm-hmm. amount of more respect. Everybody's entitled to her opinion. You are entitled to live your life the way you want to live it, just like it's, just like, you know, not being noticed is a consequence of, you know, deciding to play the role that Aisha <laughs> Curry plays. <laughs> You know, you know, it's consequences to that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's consequences to everything that's going to make you feel some type of way. But just to bounce off of um, black women's insecurities, being exploited, like that's kind of why I think I feel that. That's the perfect time to talk about like this movie, Loquisha. And um, I heard about the movie on The Breakfast Club. They were talking about it. And, you know, Charlemagne wasn't really neither here or there. He kind of like it's just a movie. I kind of understand what you're saying. Charlemagne <laughs> is a fucking. Ugh. He, I, I, I don't know. It was kind of strange to me, though. And, like, I hope I don't sound raw saying this. It was so funny, like, how the light skinned people were, like, more against it than, like, Charlemagne was, like, Charlamagne <laughs> was. And Angela Yee was like going hard for it, like, no, I'm not going to see it. That's trash. You know what I'm saying? And Charlamagne was kind of like, it's just a movie. And it's kind of like, whoa, bruh. Even though he did make the comment that, you know, the main thing is, is that the oppressor cannot make fun of the oppressed. Like, dude. Basically. You take a job meant for a black woman, um, which there are Loquisha's in the world, but let it be a real one then. You understand what I'm saying? Why couldn't it have been a movie about just a black woman named Loquisha who gets a job working on a radio show? We're not going to deny the fact that there are women like Loquisha living in the United States of America you can find them in every hood, you can find them in the projects, you can find them at good jobs, come on now you can find them everywhere, it's an attitude there's something that comes with you know a name I couldn't even find it What he? why he decided to spell it like this I don't know, but you know I couldn't even find it, it's spelled L-O-Q-U E-E S-H-A Loquitia. that's the name of the movie um, and basically they find out that their son, you know, he's really smart and they want to send him to this good school, I guess, where the tuition is $13,000 a semester. So, he already couldn't get his own show. They didn't like him. Uh probably because it's enough white guys talking on the radio about whatever he was talking about or giving advice or, you know, whatever he was supposed to be doing. They don't really elaborate on what his subject matter is. Um, They just say advice. Um, That doesn't work out, so he decides to respond to this job ad uh, where the description is for, like, basically a sassy black woman. Kind of like a mother love type, I'm assuming. Like, kind of like mother love. From back in the day. If anybody remember her. Um, and he responds with a voice clip. Obviously because he's not a black woman. And he gets this job. And people are really like loving this show. And he's making money off of this show. But then it comes to a point where. You know people ready me, meet Loquisha. It's a radio personality. But. if you really become popular it becomes a time where you're going to have to meet the people um i don't know how the movie turns out i don't know what happens when it's time for. i'm pretty sure that's what everything is supposed to be building up to where people have to actually meet him in person um but i i don't care for it i just feel like it's just not tasteful at all and Just to share my personal experience with you, in the last two weeks, I've just had too many run-ins with entitled white men just feeling like, you know, they can do whatever they want to do. I done had a run-in with the police. I done had a run-in with one at AutoZone, just trying to open my car door. I didn't ask this man for help. I told this man I was fine. I thought he had left. I get in my car to get ready to pull off, and he tries to open my car door. And then I have another incident where I felt uh, violated. And I'm not going to go into details about that one. And I have another incident where I feel violated by law enforcement. Where three white officers, you know, pulled me out of a car and me to the ground. I didn't, I, why is that a law that they could just pull you like they can do whatever they got to do to get you out? What was I doing to you that you felt like you needed to get me out? They didn't find nothing but a weed ball that I'm not going to lie about and less than a gram of weed. I don't care at this point. Like what oh what who am I who am I harming? Not you? Not anybody in these streets? I was on my way home to my children. So I don't like it. You say what you want. Oh they nobody said anything when Marlon and Sean did white chicks, we was all laughing. We was all laughing because it's not There's no underlying reality there. There's an underlying reality in this movie that, you know, that you took a job meant for a black woman and made money off of it to pay for your son high-ass tuition. Shit like that happened in real life. Day in and day out where black women don't feel safe. We were just talking about how we don't feel safe to have babies. In hospitals. I I just can't. The last time when I had Benji, it was a horrible experience. I was so glad to get out of here. I was I no. That was it for me. If I and I decided if I was ever to have another child, it would be at home with a real doula. And you know, I want a nanny, (laughs) honestly, just help, you know, just a a better support because I'm not getting any younger and while having children is a beautiful thing and as you see, they pass all type of abortion bans and stuff like that, like they just, you know, no more, no more bye-bye baby, she get pregnant. Not a whole lot you can do. I just hope y'all don't start doing illegal abortions like y'all do illegal butt shots. Please don't. Let's not go back to that. We need to just kill all of that noise. All of that noise, we just need to kill that. No more of this illegal surgeries to chase this money. And then half the time, you don't know if it's catching you or you catching it or... mm we got to do better. This shouldn't even really be a discussion to me, honestly. There's too much going on in the world right now for people to be doing what they're doing. Eric Gardner trial has started. Anybody wants to know that even though it happened five years ago, the officer that killed Eric Garner, even though he was documented doing a death hole on him, he was documented doing a death choke hole on him. He's been on death duty for the last five years. So, it's, it's bigger than, you know, just a few laughs. If you want a few laughs, you could have made a movie about anything. People find the silliest shit funny. And because I'm one of them people, the shit that I laugh at is fucking memes and little clips and shit that people put together. Like, what the fuck made you do that? That's the type of shit that I find funny. It's a lot of shit in the world that's funny. But what's funny? about another movie about a white guy
1: getting a chance (laughs) at the expense of black people (laughs) alright okay sis
0: Uh, because let me tell you something about them black women that give out all this advice they didn't get that way from just living a life of joy and fucking happiness I'm here to tell you that right now it might be just a movie to some, but it's a reality of others like that job. I, I just don't want y'all to take it so lightly. I just feel like y'all just take shit too lightly. I, black people laugh and play a lot, but that's just not nothing to take lightly. I'm sorry. A black woman for a job, if she's giving all, all this advice, she's probably taking care of about 30 fucking people.
1: Mm-hmm. Experience. And if you're white, you do not have an inner black woman in you. (laughs) You don't have black woman problems. You don't have any black experiences to go off of. You do not have an inner black person in you. Especially an inner black woman. Um, Going off of the um, pregnancy topic, there is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of black women that are forced into very dangerous situations during childbirth and they do not feel safe because not only do we lack the proper support systems in our communities and in our households but when we go to the hospitals we have nobody advocating for us when everybody wants to rush us into surgery or you know do something that they really shouldn't do or that you feel like you don't have an opinion when you say no to a doctor and they'll drop you if you don't agree to having surgery or doing a unnecessary procedure or and once you feel so out of control of your body, it doesn't become a beautiful experience anymore. It it, it it's pregnancy is supposed to source a heartache. Yeah. Pregnancy is supposed to when be a thing. When I think scene. about my
0: pregnancies, I should be thinking about all the beautiful pictures I took and all the places I went and all the fun stuff I did while I was pregnant. I think about the fact that I still had to work even though my husband had two jobs. Whatever we go through, he's always did his best to try to make sure that he provided here. Even with blowing money and... We fight about that. That's like one. Of, uh, that's like one of the number one fights of marriage. Be about that money. Like right. <laughs> that money will change the things around. A lot of y'all ain't married no more because of money. Right. <laughs> if we be all the way out. There's a, a lot of black marriages that broke up because the money. The money ain't right. Mm-hmm. We can't see eye to eye on this money. But even there, he still always held a job from day one since I met him. He's always had a job, or he's always had a source of income. And he's always trying to do the best he could as a father. But even with that, you know, I think back to, I think the time of my pregnancy, I don't just think about the fact that I was hot. I just be thinking about everything I was going through, how scared I was to be in a lock unit, in a maternity unit. Why is a maternity unit have a lock on it? Like, what are y'all trying to do?
1: Right.
0: Trying to keep people from leaving or trying to keep people from getting in? Like, what is going on here? Right. I just don't like being in that type of situation. Like, pregnancy should be a freeing experience. With some juice? You guys ask for juice. <laughs> you, that's your
1: bottle? That's your... Here. Pour it in. But, um... Uh, what was I saying? Here is a huge issue. We do not protect black women. Like, at all. Black women don't protect black women. I don't know what it is. Nobody (laughs) protects us. When it comes to, that is delicious, but when it comes to pregnancy, when it comes to being raped, being beaten, being killed, like all this domestic violence stuff you see and all that, you just look back at it, you can't tell me. That there is a good reason for having that show, the movie, whatever the fuck, LaQuisha. <laughs> there's, there's there's no reason. And then he picked he picked what, and, and we all know that he picked this name because it was the closest to black that he could get. Ain't shit funny about that. And I don't understand why it is. Nobody protects us. Somebody should be protecting us from that movie, that dumbass movie. So uh, you know, Charlemagne always got something to say. Charlemagne ain't the spokesperson for Black women. Charlemagne need to shut the fuck up, <laughs> right? And I okay. tell you, it's just that's probably because he he act like he want to be one. When I he, he, <laughs> I mean like I like listening to him uh-huh. because he's smart. Uh, I wouldn't say all that. I just, right. I was, <laughs> they have they talk about interesting things. They talk about interesting <laughs> things and different topics, but. At the end of the day, being a black woman is terrifying. Because not only are we hated by the white man, quote unquote, but we're also hated by black men too. We're also hated by black women too. We're everybody's enemy. Where where are we respected? Where are we cared about? Where are we loved? Nobody cares whether we live or die at the hands of people Everybody thinks that, oh, when uh, we're sassy black women, that we deserve to die. So, at the end of the day, LaQuisha's not going through any of these black experiences. She don't get to give advice as a black woman, because you're fucking not. I just feel like... Too many people have made black women the butt of everybody's joke, and at the end of the day, that's why. But everybody going out getting ass and lips. Mm-hmm. Keeping the most, curly hair and braids and shit. We're the most loved and the most hated. And I say that because they loved, they love what they want to love, but they don't love us in general. Like they don't love us for us. It's always some kind of fetish when it comes to loving a black woman. I don't respect that. This is Kool-Aid, ain't it?
0: Definitely. Mm. <laughs> we needed a good of Kool-Aid around here today. Delicious. Slow them down from drinking up all the water. <laughs> You, know, you got to say your water around here, boy. Mm-hmm. That's, I never thought I would see the day where water would be a fucking commodity. Like,
1: hey, how, how many waters you to drink today? Like, we in this bitch like to walk a damn near. I'm not even getting half of this. I, this is what I'm talking about. I've only gotten this off, and barely. Ma'am, what? But... Um,
0: All right, I'm going to go on to the next subject. You go get your baby.
1: And then then I help you do it. He's just sleepy. And he won't go to sleep.
0: He knew what he was talking about. Don't try to get quiet. He was
1: quiet the whole time up until we started recording. (laughs) He was quiet all day. All day. Hours. As soon as we started recording. but usually he's in his bed crying or not around this time. And I will not come in until that room get quiet. Being a black woman is hard. Being a thick or fat black woman is even worse because not only are we fetishized for being black, having big lips, having, you know, wide hips. But then we're fetishized because of our ass, because of our titties, because of our fubas. Wherever the fuck that word came from. When I tell you I was offended, what the fuck, fupa? Can we get a cuter name for that shit? I was so offended. And then, let me tell you, Greg had grabbed my stomach one time and he was like, what's a fupa?" I'm like, that was the first time I learned I had learned about it like around that time and I was like first of all what's that ugly ass word second off you know what the fuck it is if you just grab my stomach and ask me that dumbass. I was so mad no it's because I didn't know we'd be fucking passive aggressive that's what I'm saying <laughs> that word is so fucking stupid to me. anyways when I was looking at old dude's page I was going because I'm a creeper. I was looking through the <laughs> I was trying to see right. because no he want know. He was on bullshit. So I was trying to see what, what what's this dude going what, what's going on? Cause you all up in my inbox. So <laughs> I was looking at all the girls that were loving his pictures, thick, thick black women, chunky, fat black women. And he was loving all of their performances. I don't know pictures. who commented.
0: Well, maybe... I, I don't know who the fuck said I commented on it where the BBW Club <laughs> came from nowhere. I'm like,
1: oh, my God.
0: Dude, <laughs> no, I wasn't
1: ready. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And and the thing is, what is up... What? what I mean, what kind of... <sighs> I feel it. I feel you liking that. You know what I'm saying? But when you just going up and down, you just adding every fat black woman you see and you hyping all of them up. And I'm like saying the same shit. You obviously have a fucking problem. You're just trying to get some fat pussy. That's all that is. And I was like, I'm like, you are really fetishizing black women. You are fetishizing fat black women, thick black women. We don't deserve that shit. If you like us, say that. If you want some ass, say that shit. That shit is irritating. Oh. <laughs> huh. Rant over? No? Yeah, yeah. kind of, I think. I
0: think you got <coughs> a little bit more. I'm coughing. I'm okay.
1: Niggas just make me sick. <laughs> I just. Uh, I, I can't get over the fact that, like, Oh man they love them back shots, but they don't like taking care of business You're like, hey <laughs> I just don't get it I don't get it I get it but I don't like, at the end of the day we we do we are a lot more than just a fat ass and a loud mouth. Hey, Mrs.
0: So I really didn't get a chance to get into my thoughts about um, polyandry and um, social media effects on relationships. So I'm going to save that part for my next podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And um, um, we did not do this to offend anybody, but I felt like we needed to express ourselves. Um, It just feels like. uh, the weight of the world is starting to come down, and maybe it's because we are starting to come of age. These behaviors and these things that's going on is nothing new, and um, but I feel like we are supposed to be um, more accepting, but nobody's being more respectful. It's getting more and more disrespectful. The disrespect is becoming more and more blatant, and um, just being exploited and exposed. Um, it just doesn't feel good. And with my personal experiences over the last two weeks with the entitlement of, you know, men, um, we just got to do better. We just got to do better. Um, black women need to start protecting other black women, black men need to start protecting black men the way black women protect black men. Um, because they surely are not. Going to protect us and look out for us, um, but more importantly, you should start looking out for yourself and you know just know your worth and really do some soul searching. And we need to start reevaluating the things that we consider to be acceptable and not acceptable. Um, so we will talk more about social media and the ideas of polygamy and polyandry on my next podcast hopefully airing next week i know i'll be putting dates out there and then i'll be getting to it when i get to it but thank you very much from brady catalina for stopping through and giving her side and thank you guys for listening be blessed